am so honored and so excited that we are here in your space and that you are one of the first guests I'm having on my podcast. We get to get on the mat in a moment and just have a conversation about life, career, and what yoga has done for you. You're getting ready to enter your 11th season. 12. Right? 12. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> oh yeah yeah no that's amazing I um, I was thinking back and I had to do a little bit of research because I'm always inspired by what you've been able to accomplish in your career and I went back you've played 169 games wow. scored 82 touchdowns <laughs> you've been in the Pro Bowl five times you made first team all pro in 2013 when you were with the Saints mm -hmm. right that year you also held the lead for most reception touchdowns, which mm. I think was 16. Yeah, 16. Which is amazing. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty good year. <laughs> it was a good year. And then last year, you were nominated for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, yeah. which I know was a really big deal for you because mm. of the work that you've done and how involved you've been in the community almost from the beginning of your career. Yeah. Not to mention, on top of all of that, you're in this really exclusive elite class of athletes who have been able to move from the world of college basketball and transition almost fearlessly into <laughs> NFL football as a tight end. It's been amazing watching you develop over the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah. yeah, so I wanted to start off by saying that. Having been born and raised, grown up in Miami, you did some pretty cool stuff at the University of Miami. Yeah. So I got really excited to work with you, but tell me a little bit about how that was on your end. What was, what's the reason why you decided to seek out yoga? When was the first time you began practicing yoga and why was it important for you? Yeah, well, uh, you know, originally playing college basketball and making that transition, some of the biggest things and the biggest differences are uh, uh, the workouts are completely different. Uh, most of it, you're just building mass and power and strength. Um, that's most of the offseason and speed, a lot of speed work. Then with basketball, you're working on a lot of skill sets, right hand. You know, it's 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 more of a um, all offseason is more skill based activities. And with football, you are lifting heavier, running as fast as you can, trying to get faster, stronger, bigger at all times. So really what I had going on was um, I started getting pretty rigid in, in, in some joint areas, you know. Um, um, I had a big SI joint issue, which is my back, and uh, I was playing Dallas, and uh, there's a ball on the sideline, I went up to catch it, and, and uh, I landed square flat on my back and tried to crawl away. I mean, it was, it was brutal. Basically, ever since then, I, I really had issues with my SI, had issues with my hips, and then, you know, st stuff started transitioning, you know, because I was just, you know, I mean, at the time when I was in New Orleans, I was 280 pounds. Uh, you know, I was big as a tree big, and I, yeah, I was huge and um, um, so I was just getting more just kind of rigid and, and I was I was afraid to to start having, you know, mass injuries. So really I was looking for mobility, uh, more mobility and because I know with mobility also comes power. So so that that was really the transition of, OK, I need to start working on my body and start doing more than what I'm doing, which, you know, I mean, I was doing the deep tissue and I was doing the, you know, prehab and I was doing. Um, mainly lifting like a maniac you know that was kind of my idea it was like all right well I'll just be that's what guys were doing back then yeah I mean yeah. you know I mean 315 pounds you know box step-ups you know si single-legged step-ups that was that was that was the average day you know and and it was it's just a weight, it's but... a lot of weight and and so you know power cleans I'm, I mean I still do these things I mean you have to in my opinion you can't play football and not produce power through your hips so uh, you have to be able to do that and while you're in that transition you also need that mobility, flexibility, or you're gonna start, you know, yanking muscles off the bone. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those were one of the areas we worked on a lot at the beginning. It was your back and just hips, like hip flexors all day, yeah. all day, all yeah. day trying to open. Yeah. yeah, especially, you know, me being a long lever guy, um, you know, back then I was blocking zero basically and so most of what I was doing was running routes you know I was running a lot of deep routes I was I was all over the place and and for me um, to do that and to get out of my three-point stance I was having to just open up hips like crazy and these massive movements and being 280 um, uh, you know it causes just a lot of hip issues yeah yeah I remember being surprised too at how mobile you were even with the condition you were coming in and some of the issues that we worked on you were just really mobile seeing that mobility that fluidity that agility transfer from the field onto the yoga mat for me as a teacher and as a coach was awesome to see yeah. it was a lot of fun well like the mobility aspect and and really working on yoga has has helped me um throughout my career but really even throughout a lot of the injuries i've had you know i mean i've been I've been lucky enough and blessed enough, you know, I'm going on 12 years and I've only missed six games. And, you know, I mean, I missed six games because I couldn't walk anymore. But, um, and then on the back side of that, you know, after blowing my knee out and, and trying to get back to the field nine months later when it was told I, I might not ever play again, a lot of that transition to get back was mobility and, you know, uh, flexibility, you know, especially in when you have such a, a tragic knee surgery that I had. Whew, that injury was rough. I remember yeah. that was a patellar, patellar tendon. tendon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah complete rupture. Yeah. I remember working with you that summer, and it was just—it was so painful. But you were so yeah, determined. Yeah. Your drive and determination throughout your entire career has been—I mean, it shows. It's why you're still yeah. playing. You're still on the field. Yeah, I mean, I don't think people realize just kind of how rough that uh, that injury was. Um, you know, it took me. Uh, I was on crutches for 12 weeks, and then it took me six months to learn how to rewalk again, and and then seven months to jog, eight months to run, and then at nine months I was in pads in a game. So, uh, you know, it was a lot of pain and a lot of issues, um, but, you know, was able to make the Pro Bowl that year and, and the year after, which, which is pretty incredible. You know, just, just kind of, um, you know, testament to, to, to really the people helping me out, you know, uh, to yourself and to the trainers um, uh, that work for the Seahawks. Uh, David Strickland in particular really helped me out quite a bit. Yeah, that's amazing. I know one of the things I would always ask you, what does what are what does the rest of the team say? What are we doing? What are we working on cohesively, collectively in order to get your body back into shape so that we're all on the same page? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's really important. What advice would you give a young player who's either in high school or entering college now or maybe even about to enter into the pros? Um, what advice can you give them in terms of prioritizing mobility uh, and flexibility and into their training program because a lot of guys you know they're coming out of high school and even some college programs and they're not they're not really prioritizing yeah. this that's what i'm finding what can you kind of yeah um you know i think uh, every sport you know it doesn't matter if if you're at the collegiate level high school level or or you're a professional out there myself um you know a lot of injuries can can be uh, mitigated or not as serious when when you do have that mobility flexibility aspect um you know that's that's one thing i think that's kept me kept me healthy is is you know how mobile my joints are and and you know just um you know how i've really worked on that and and i you know i don't think it it, it really matters what sport you play um it plays a big factor and you know I, there's always a lot of guys who you know they always they want to jump higher run faster well, yeah, you have to, you know, power lift to do those things and, and Olympic lift, in my opinion, uh, a lot of speed work. But you got to do a lot of uh, flexibility and mobility stuff. Um, you know, a lot of that speed comes from, uh, you know, the ability to 
uh, uh, um, have a longer stride, you know, mm -hmm. to be able to open up your stride. And then obviously, um, you know, how many times that your feet are contacting that ground. And, you know, I try to tell guys, you know, a lot of that, when you're rigid like that, and you're so tight, you're not going to be able to open up and you're not going to be able to have that stride link that you need to be able to run that fast. Mm -hmm. You don't have the range of motion to be able to open up Exactly, that exactly. Yeah, you can't train at that range of motion and strengthen it and stream power if yeah. you can't even get there. Yeah, yeah, you know, you yeah. have to do both. You know, you can't, you know, you, you can't make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich without any jelly. You know, you got, <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, you know, there's, you know, it's like, um, you know, I, I tell guys, you know, it's like making a sandwich as far as or, or, you know, it's like making a meal whenever you are preparing your body for, for you know, some type of, you know, extreme um, athletic event. You know, it's, it's you know, you can't, um, you can't just supremely focus on one thing. You know, you have to have a, a, a very round diet when it comes to strength, mobility, um, when it comes to prehab, when it comes to uh, uh, body work. You know, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I can't even think about how much money I've spent on my body, body over the last uh, 11 years, uh, but, sh but surely have cut cut enough checks to... <laughs> it's paid off, though. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it certainly has. You know, obviously, I'm going to year 12, and, and, you know, it's a testament to, you know, I think the sacrifice. You know, people, people don't realize, you know, to play and to make every dream you've ever had become reality, you have to have immense sacrifices. And, you know, when everybody else on that Saturday is out at the beach down here in Miami, mm -hmm. you know, you've got to be on some mat, you know, working on flexibility or, you know, uh, um, you know, or you got to be in some sauna or you got to be with a PT or you got to be doing dry needling. You know, all these things are, are just, a, you know, just a part of my life now. But, you know, I mean, originally, obviously, you know, I was young and it was a major sacrifice. You know, I'd, I'd rather be sitting on the beach, but, um, you know, I mean, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I was wise enough at that young age to make those decisions and and, you know, because it's paying off for me now. Yeah, I I love being able to have these conversations with athletes like yourself because athletes like yourself were not having these conversations 10 years ago yeah. and they weren't speaking about it publicly mm. and they weren't they just weren't doing it mm. so it's really nice to be able to have role models like yourself really advocate for the importance of mobility and how healthy it can keep you injury free it can keep you and the longevity of your career that yeah. it can really expose you to. Most definitely. I want to talk a little bit about flying because we are in one of your hangars here, which is amazing. We're in a moment going to get up in this baby, which I'm really excited to get to. But um, you have had, from the moment I met you, this passion for flying. I uh, remember the first summer we worked together, you you were busy. It was like you were coming from one test to another. You were studying, you were reading books, you were here. and. Mm -hmm. Every summer I meet you, there's something, some other accolade you've attained <laughs> when it comes to flying. Um, tell me a little bit about that passion, where that stemmed yeah. from, and why that's so important for you. Um, you know, it's it's always been something I've always wanted to do my entire life. I, you know, I remember being obsessed with airplanes when I was a kid. Um, I grew up on a couple military bases, so there was always planes buzzing around and flying around. And I went to a bunch of air shows as a young kid on military bases. You know, where they're dropping parachuters out the back of planes, and and I was always very enamored with that. You know, obviously the movie Top Gun was a really big influence on me. Um, but it's been for me a way to get away from um, the game and a way to get away from. Uh, kind of the the circus that can come along with 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 being a professional athlete you know it's it's um, there's a lot of distractions and for me after my first um, my first off season it's the first time I had a little bit of time off and a little bit of money and most guys that go on vacation uh, they go enjoy their life they they go and experience um, you know Mykonos or something but for me I went right into flight school uh, you know I thought 
And, and I told a bunch of guys I was working out with, uh, you know, hey, I can't go out, I haven't earned it yet. You know, in my opinion, I hadn't earned the ability to go out like that and the ability to, to have fun like that because I hadn't done anything in the NFL. You know, I hadn't earned a, a real paycheck. I hadn't broken any records. I hadn't won a Super Bowl. So for me, I was supremely focused on that. And, and really flying helped me to, to stay focused because, you know, one or two days after the season's over, I'm in flight school usually or, you know, I'm flight testing or, you know, I'm in another sim course or, or so for me, it's kept my mind busy but also when I'm up in the air um, it takes supreme focus mm -hmm. um, it takes supreme discipline uh, you know it's like you know it's like a pregame as far as a, a pre-flight it's it's very similar except up here I'm not getting yelled at at coaches <laughs> you know I don't have fans uh, more pleasant yeah <laughs> you know there's no analyst telling me who I am or who I'm not right. you know it's it's truly myself in the aircraft and whoever's on board with me uh, enjoying this beautiful experience, you know, to be able to be up in the air at hundreds or thousands of feet and see the world from a different perspective, truly, uh, especially Miami. You know, Miami down here is an absolutely beautiful place to fly. Um, you know, this past year having the ability to fly in Chicago was, was, was ridiculous. You know, just, you know, I mean, the city, just like Miami, is right on the water. Uh, and the water there is, is crystal clear blue, even though it's not the ocean. You know, it's a big lake and, you know, it was truly special. So looking forward to going back and, um, you know, hopefully the city isn't shut down and, you know, I can land on some spots downtown and figure out some, uh, somebody's the backyard. Up there? Yeah, 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 yeah. The seaplanes up there, which is, which uh, I had in Seattle. I used to, I used to fly into work um, uh, when I played for the Seahawks. But uh, yeah, yeah, I still got her. She's, she's a beast. And, and so, you know, this has been a part of my life, football and flying. They've gone together. You know, as long as I've been playing football, I've been flying and I've been a pilot. And so, you know, now I have, you know, nine or 10 licenses now and, you know, commercial helicopter and multi and single and seaplane. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's cool because like football, you're always learning something new mm -hmm. and, you know, you're always challenging yourself and your knowledge and what you know. Uh, I flew this for my first charity event. Mm -hmm. uh, so my foundation is the Jimmy Grant Foundation and we give reconnection rides to veterans. So veterans of any war, but especially Vietnam. Uh, this helicopter actually fought in Vietnam for the 170th which was a helicopter operation that, that was heavily involved with the 5th Special Forces, which is a SOCOM operation in Vietnam. Um, and then we take up Young Eagles, uh, EAA Young Eagles. Um, it's, a, it's a program that EAA put together, um, that's a, uh, which is aviation's biggest not-for-profit that gives so much back to the community and to the kids and to our veterans. Um, but it's, it's an organization that they put together and it's a bunch of pilots who give their time and their aircraft to expose kids between the ages of 8 and 17 to aviation. And our foundation really also looks to, to really focus on underprivileged kids, um, you know, to, to expose them to the aerospace technology industry and the, the job opportunities that there are there. You know, I was, a, I was a kid who was exposed to it at a very young age. You know, I never got my hands on it, um, but, you know, it, it changed the trajectory of my life. You know, can you imagine what it would do to, um, you know, some of these kids who, who've never been in an aircraft, never experienced it, and have never been around one, and now you have the ability to, you know, tell them about what it is to be a mechanic, an engineer, uh, a pilot. You know, there's so many opportunities in the aerospace technology industry, and I like to expose young kids to that, you know, because until you're shown a dream, you don't know how big you can dream. So, so you know, I, I show them my dream and, and the dream that I'm living, and, you know, hopefully one or two kids follow along. You're right. You hit it right on the head. You have no idea what is possible until you are exposed to a possibility. Yeah. So being able to share your story and being able to provide the rides that you do and the involvement that you have in the community with these foundations, yours and EAA, it's it's really inspired me. Well, I mean, especially me. You know, I mean, when I have some of these kids, 
Um, you know, some of them, some kids that I that I've flown and that I've worked with, you know, have you know similar childhoods like I had. You know, very rough and uh, very in between, and you know, not a lot of stability. And um, you know, I show them, hey, you know, I I was there and. Uh, also, I'm a dumb jock. You know, if I can do it, you can do it. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, I catch a leather ball for a living. Not so dumb, considering nah, what you do. No, right? no, no. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I also explain to them. You know, uh, there's other industries that that are forever changing. You know, for the most part, once you once you understand the physics around a helicopter or an aircraft or aerobatics or a seaplane, those things never change. Those are constant. You know, those are uh, um, those are those are laws. Those are not um, theories. And so, you know, it's not something you have to relearn. You know, once you learn it, it's forever there. Even mechanic work, you know, a lot of kids don't realize, you know, it doesn't matter if one day robots fly planes, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you're gonna need human beings to fix those planes. Yep. You know, it, it doesn't matter if pilots aren't, you know, flying the uh, SpaceX uh, rockets. Uh, surely um, there's mechanics building, working, and engineers uh, feverishly uh, 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 continually making that better. So, so that'll be forever. I really, really wanna just take a moment and say thank you for doing this. I appreciate you. No worries at all, no worries at all. You know, we've known each other for quite a while now, and uh, you know, you've been a big help to my career, so uh, you know, anytime, anytime you need anything, you know that. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's do it, all thank right. you. <laughs>